Welcome to the Muckle Teal Football Show. My name is Miles. My name is Kirk. And this is Obi-Wan Kenobi the dog. Who you cannot see. And we're going to work, baby. We're going go to work. <laughs> Let's get put some work in. Let's talk NFC wild card. Put the work in. Put the work in. Gotta do. Play together. Play together. <laughs> we have three games for the NFC wild card a weekend coming up. Seattle at San Francisco. The New York Giants at Minnesota. And the Dallas Cowboys, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Some classic teams right there. Some classic teams. And we actually have the opener for the wild card weekend, the coveted Saturday morning spot. Oh, yeah. The Seattle Seahawks, our hometown boys, go to the San Francisco Levi's Stadium outside Ooh. of San Francisco for a potential beatdown. Hopeful upset. Hopeful upset. Or open. I mean, we made it. We made I mean, it. We made it. I, I honestly, there's a piece of me, actually a pretty large piece of me, that would happily have the Lions in this game instead of us. Oh, yeah. I don't want to watch this. Watching the, the Seahawks game, and then when it went to overtime, I was yeah. rooting for a tie. I was like, just tie it so that the Lions can make it in. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I'd much rather. The Lions 49ers would be one yeah. of the best games of the weekend. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, if... It was the Vikings at the two seed. Mm-hmm. I would have been rooting for the Seahawks all day. That's a great matchup. Oh, that is. Yeah. But here we are. We got our rival. So we're going to give them everything we got. Yeah. The second playoff game between these two teams. The only other one, of course, the 2013 NFC Championship, known around here as the tip. Yep. Um, that's the only other time we've met. Though Man, that yeah. kind of makes sense. We were in the AFC for the first for the, 20 years of our existence. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we obviously never made a Super Bowl, so we, yeah, we exactly. couldn't go play the Niners. So the 49ers yeah. were there waiting for us a couple times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that 2013 NFC Championship, we actually have a Barn Series episode about it with our dad and talked about it for an hour and a half check oh, yeah. it out oh yeah we found wherever podcasts are found <laughs> yeah. um patrick willis navarro bowman bobby wagner the glory days marshawn cam chancellor it's hard to believe that was 10 years ago frank gore was in that game yeah 10 years ago yeah this is not going to be that game we are huge it, underdogs it's gonna be the niners getting a tip yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i would hate that oh i would too <laughs> i remember when richard sherman became a 49er i said i will always love sherman and i'll always be on his side unless we get to an nfc championship and the opposite <laughs> situation happens to us because of sherman oh, that's yeah. the only way i can <laughs> yeah i'll disown but him <laughs> still love him regardless yeah you know. and then he got toasted by sammy watkins the super bowl oh okay he was still a seahawk yeah. <laughs> so we are the huge underdogs in this game nine and a half points yet the 49ers are the one with the seventh round rookie quarterback mr irrelevant brock purdy who is on absolute fire. Absolutely. He's brought pretty good. He hasn't done anything wrong. I don't think he's... He's not Mahomes. He's not Allen. He's not a creator. But he certainly knows what to do. And when he has to improvise, he's not pulling a Jimmy Garoppolo. So it it looks pretty good compared to what the 49ers have been rolling out for the entire Kyle Shanahan Mm -hmm. head coaching job there. The problem is... He has shown a few, I'm a rookie, Mm -hmm. I'm the seventh round pick. He's had a few moments like that. 
So you keep it close. I think maybe we got a, you know, yeah. maybe we got a chance to see the rookie actually be a rookie. Yeah. Like, I mean, I do get right now. Everyone's excited about Purdy. Oh, he's yeah. Six and oh, he's got a better passer rating than Garoppolo had. He had better yards per pass. But there is a reason he was in the seventh round. The NFL is not that stupid i hope not yeah <laughs> now there is the element of you never really know if you can do it until you're in it you know like that part is hard to evaluate brock purdy is someone who can process the nfl yeah and that's a very hard thing to evaluate and he can he can and he's a diamond in the rough in that sense yeah, not afraid of the stage but he is still limited arm strength wise you know we haven't seen him really push the ball down the field when the kyle shanahan scheme doesn't go right Will Brock Purdy be able to take them over the top? Now, I know Grop, you said it already. Garoppolo didn't. No. Garoppolo is actually a drain on them yeah. in both the Dallas wildcard game last year and the Green Bay. Like, they won yeah. despite their quarterback trying to lose the game last year. Pretty much in all three of the games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Purdy, but Purdy, Purdy. Purdy's the question. You know, they, the Niners are just trying not to have that be the thing. They yeah. have all the other pieces. Yeah. Fantastic defense. They got McCaffrey. They've got Ayuk. They've got Samuel. They've got Kittle. Clearly, they have all the weapons. Good offensive line. There's nothing missing besides the quarterback. And, and it is the be- do you think it's the best defense in the league? Yes. I do, too. I do, too. I mean, it has to be. Fred Warner, they, baby. I mean, they've won like 10 straight games. Since McCaffrey came over, they've been rolling. It's hard to stop the Niners even without a quarterback. And all Purdy has to do is be a game manager. I mean, I'm pretty sure there are, you know, 50 quarterbacks in the league that could probably do the exact same thing that Purdy's doing yeah. and, and winning games. But there's so many good players. Here's my thing. Okay. Okay. Because nobody's picking the Hawks. Nobody. <laughs> there's nobody even putting it in on vegas they're like i'm not wasting five bucks on that that's perfect that's pete carroll being an underdog and the thing that everybody's forgetting is that quarterbacks are fragile Mm. brock purdy hasn't been hit a whole lot all it takes is a brock purdy concussion in second quarter and we're talking about a whole new ball game an all-time bad beat who is the who is the niners backup quarterback right now I don't Does know. anybody know? I don't, I, I don't, don't, don't think the Niners know. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was working at Buffalo Wild Wings earlier. I'm, I'm telling you, if Brock Purdy somehow, you know, God forbid he gets hurt, but, you know, if he does, nobody knows that guy's name. Who's going to take the role? Who's going to take that team somewhere? I mean, it, it's, it's devastating. I mean, like, that is a crippling blow. You thought Brock Purdy was the end of the 49ers season. He barely salvaged him, but if he goes down, ooh. Yeah. It appears to be Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson, when he played for the, the Commanders a couple of yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. Is he really going to be the guy you want in there? And he's been a while, too. Yeah. So, so yeah. Outside of a Brock Purdy concussion, <laughs> I don't say know. the Seahawks were to win this game, is there any other way they could do it? Yeah, Pete Carroll's got to have a hell of a game plan. Yeah. But I, I mean, maybe, like, maybe like one or two big big plays to lock it or dk i don't think purdy i mean they've put up a lot of points so this is yeah but it is the playoffs it's a little different to me yeah we got to do classic seahawks boring first quarter Mm -hmm. three nothing you know somebody yeah hit a couple good plays at the end of the half and then try to squeak it out in the fourth we kept it slop in week 15 
That's the, that's, the, that's the game plan. Yeah, it and, was. I mean, the Raiders almost beat the Niners a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that game went into overtime. So it's not like the Niners are invincible on on defense. You, Metcalf could do what Devontae Adams did. Walker, if he's healthy and running, can hopefully do what Jacobs did. I mean, there's a. It was Stidham at the helm with the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Geno Smith, you know, as long as Geno throws the ball downfield, because he makes a ton of completions for two yards, and it's just like, dude, you got to air it out this game. You got to air it yeah, out. You got those receivers, my man. Yeah. You I'm, got those receivers. I'm hoping we got some big plays. I've seen the Seahawks pull up upset before. We're talking beast quick. We were a 7-9 and nine team playing the defending Super Bowl champion yeah. Saints. Pete Carroll loves playing as an underdog. So that's the way the, the the Hawks win this game is Pete Carroll's got something up his sleeve. He throws all his, you know, cards out there. He just says, yeah. here's my hand. Um, Pete. Okay. So a Pete Carroll masterpiece. That's, that's the so way he, he's got, he could do it. He could do it. And it's God, against it be, the Niners. It would it's be per- so fun. It's the rivalry. It's the perfect, you know, yeah. and nobody's picking them. Like literally <laughs> nobody. Are we? I can't. I mean, no. I'm a Hawks fan. I'm still. I'm trying to devil's advocate this. Yeah. I still can't I'm, really pick. Them. I'm taking the 49ers for sure. I. That would be so fun. I'm excited about the possibility. I'm trying not to get my hopes up. Yeah. Remember, like, we we were talking no expectations. No expectations. Yeah. I mean, you got to just assume we're going to lose. I'm going to reverse jinx this all yeah. all the time. There the, is the yeah. The problem is we can't stop McCaffrey. Yes. We haven't stopped the run the whole damn season. Yeah, when I so, what, who we did this reverse, we gave up this reverse touchdown jet sweep to two two Atwell. Yep, in the uh, in the week eighteen game, I'm thinking, what about when this is McCaffrey and Debo? Yeah, like <laughs> or Ayuk. <laughs> when it's not one of the worst, littlest, weakest guys in the league, yeah. and it's one of the best. I, this McCaffrey Debo thing. Mark my words in the playoffs. There is going to be an up tempo trap. This this offense where McCaffrey and Debo are on the field together, and they trap the defense in some sort of substitution hell. Okay, where Debo and McCaffrey can go both in the backfield, or they can both go out wide. Now every team wants wants to do that, but to actually have two players who can legitimately be creators at both positions, oh, yeah. I think they could. I really think this will happen at some point in this postseason. Like, That's why McCaffrey is there at all. I truly believe that. They could really mess some people up. I, I'm looking. I will be pumped can, when it happens. I'll go, be a football nerd yeah. about that. You can go five wide and bring Debo into this into the backfield, yes. and you know immediately it's zone or man. Like, exactly. I mean, even yeah. I could read that. Like, <laughs> you, you pop, uh, you pop Kenneth Walker up to the top. There's no threat. Yeah. When you pop McCaffrey up to the top, that's a big deal. When you bring Tyler Lockett into the backfield a little bit, it's no threat. Yeah. When you bring Debo back, it's it's just it's it's insane. The flexibility. All right, we got to get to the next game here. Yeah. But yeah, I think we're so both 49ers. We're both picking Niners. Do you but think we're, the Seahawks? It's nine and a half line. I think I would take the Seahawks to cover that nine and a half. I would, Nobody beats the Seahawks by anything. Yeah, we Pete, ugly the game. Yeah, Pete Carroll ain't going down like that. Okay, so we're taking so, Seahawks to cover. Yeah, I mean. The wild card in me really wants to say then <laughs> say the Seahawks do it, but I, okay. <laughs> I guess I got nothing to lose. I'm not going to put any money on it. I'll say that, <laughs> but for pride's sake, for Seahawks sake, 
It's the upset. It's the Pete Carroll masterpiece. He's going to the Hall of Fame because of this game. Wow. In his 19th playoff game of Seattle. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, I love it. All Let's right. go Hawks. Woo. So as we celebrate and we're in our sugar and alcohol comas Sunday morning, we pop on Nickelodeon for the New York Giants at the Minnesota Vikings. The history of these two teams, they have played four times in the playoffs. Oh, okay. They met most often uh, in the 90s, so 93, 97, 2000. 2000. Oh, They've I'm, all yeah. been pretty ugly games. I remember that 2001. The 2000 NFC title game where Kerry Collins for the Giants had 385 <laughs> yards and five touchdowns. Ooh-wee. Throttled the Dante Culpepper, Randy Moss Vikings. Shut out. 41 to zero. Shut out. <laughs> Unbelievable. So that's the last time they faced in the playoffs. Uh, the Giants then went on to lose the punt bowl against the Ravens in that Super Bowl. They had 21 punts or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so some revenge for the Vikings here. They host the Giants yep. 22 years later. <laughs> <laughs> so I did want to ask you this because you just... You just called the Seahawks win. <laughs> but what do you what do you root for on Wild Card Weekend? Do you root for the upsets or do you root for the favorites to win so we can have better matchups next week? If it, I I go for the upset if they have a capable team to actually make a run. Yeah. Like that that's kind of what I'm rooting for. Like yeah. yeah, I mean it's just if they've got a bad quarterback or they've got a clearly awful defense, I'm not rooting for that team to make it yeah. that far. Maybe if I hate the other team enough, mm. like I've rooted <laughs> against the Patriots a million times. It doesn't matter who the quarterback or the defense is. It's just, just one them out. I just don't want Tom Brady yeah. to go. But, you know, it. I, I generally find myself, if it's a coin flip, I'm going for the underdog. Okay. I'm I'm usually taking my vitamins. I want the worst team to lose. Okay. I want Daniel Jones to be out. I don't want Daniel Jones mucking up one of my divisional or championship <laughs> matchups. I want to sit down and watch the best teams in the NFL play football. I don't want Daniel Jones on my screen come Sunday, January 29th for title game day. Yeah, but sometimes those teams end up giving you better games. Like, eh, you that's know, a good point. I hate to say it, but Eli Manning was never really the favorite, and he, yeah. he made some great games that's in, the, a great in the playoffs. And I mean, any, any Giants fans listening yeah. would love to think about the Eli days. And, and nobody really thought the Giants were going to win when they were winning. Like, mm-hmm. They'd go into playoff games, and they're like, yeah, we're not going to beat the, the no. Packers in Lambeau. We're not going to you know win this game, or we're not going to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I mean... There were a lot of games where you're just like, yeah, this isn't a good team. It's a classic Giants team. It is. It, th- this is a classic Giants team. A doof at quarterback, a defensive line that is maybe doesn't have a stray hand or a tuck type of player, but they've yeah. got a lot of talent. Yeah. They got uh, big Dexter, uh, that guy, the big rookie in the middle. They got Leonard Williams. They maybe get Ujolari back, and then they have Kayvon Thibodeau, yeah. who is becoming a star, albeit sort of a jerk. Uh, yeah, but that's did you, okay. Did you, know? you see the Nick Foles thing? Mm-mm. Okay, so Kayvon Thibodeau sacked Nick Foles, who was then like convulsing in pain. Oh, God. And yeah. Thibodeau does a snow angel right next to Foles oh. for legitimately 10 snow angels. Ooh. I counted them, folks. He did 10 Ooh. snow angels. First of all, even if, Fol- even if Foles isn't hurt, that's too many. 10? <laughs> 10? <laughs> 
<laughs> you made your point at, the, at five. You have definitely just, made your point. He's just been doubling down. He's just like, I don't, you know, Jeff Saturday says I don't play that. I don't know who that is. So I don't care, you know, or whatever. It's like, Oh, come yeah. on, jerk. He should at least just been like, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Thibodeau is one of those. Uh, he sounds like, and I'm going to sound like an old guy here, but he sounds like someone who's in their early twenties who thinks they've got everything figured out in the whole world. Uh, he thinks yeah. that he's going to get a new way of money, you know, just, a, just an interesting guy, but he plays good football. That's, you know, and that's all he needs that's to do. All that's, I, that's all he's focused yeah. on. Maybe the next Lawrence Taylor. Let's not go that far, that's, but, yeah. but just cause it was that's reserved for Micah Parsons, my friend, it was a giants comparison, but yeah, yeah. the defense line's good. Yeah. I mean, that guy didn't, I mean, he, as long as he plays football, he plays football, you know, he might make a boneheaded penalty at some point in this postseason, but you know, yeah. It, it, the 11th snow angel <laughs> how many snow angels is too much <laughs> we'll have to figure that out <laughs> i i just like that i can point to the giants being good at something because when they were going on their run and they got what they seven and two at one point uh they yeah. what did they finish like nine and eight or is it ten and seven i think i think they went ten and seven yeah so ten six and one yeah okay, that that's right god i hated that tie yeah uh at least we can point to something they're good at and this is a big win for September and October football. It matters, folks. Yeah. If the Lions hadn't started, I get that the Lions are better than the Giants and the Seahawks now. Should have won some early football games. Exactly. Because they mattered. They did. And you got to love the coach. Brian Dable. He's got that defense playing hard. That's clearly their anchor. And, uh, you know, with, with you know, as long as Dable can make Daniel Jones's job simple. Mm-hmm. There's a good chance that, you know, you just keep giving the ball to Barkley and get some yeah. easy, simple passes. It's not like the Vikings defense is, you know, the Niners defense. I mean, <laughs> the Vikings defense is the opposite yeah. of the 49ers defense. They can definitely, the weak spot that the Giants have matches up perfectly with the yeah. weak spot of what the, the Vikings have. That's a great point. The Vikings defense is the third worst defense points points given. Wow. Only teams that are worse are the Cardinals and Bears. Yeah, and they keep getting bailed out in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Like almost Just, every, every time. And a lot of that is Justin Jefferson, who yeah. is the best player in this game. We've been talking about this game, but yeah. the best player belongs to the Vikings and maybe the second best player considering Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly, but... Cook, Barkley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a debate right yeah. there. But Justin Jefferson is the guy he's if this dude. was a basketball game you'd be calling him the best player in the series best player in the playoffs oh yeah absolutely uh, and uh i mean he took over the game that they played in week 16 giants vikings justin jefferson had like 12 catches 130 yards he set up a uh, he caught like a crazy screen and did a huge yards after catch to set up a 61 yard field goal yep which to, to the Vikings kicker's credit, and yeah, he made. Good old Greg Joseph, to man. beat the Giants. That was this, a good game. And the, every game with the Vikings is going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be close. It's going to come down to the end. But, you know, yeah. it's, the question is, which, I mean, if it's going to come down to the head, we said, we, we said Jefferson's the best player. Yeah. But if they don't have the ball... Yeah, they're, they're not going to stop them. I mean, to me, the strengths match up and the weaknesses match up. So the, the, really the tail is, you know, how well can the Giants score? Because if they can't score, it's over. But, and then you say, who's the, the coaching? I mean, these are both first-year coaches. Yeah. First playoff game, first season. I mean, I kind of trust Dable over... Uh, O'Connell. Yeah, O'Connell. I yeah. Was, his name always forgets. It's just not a good, like, O'Connell, you know? That's not yeah. a great coach name. No, he's got to yeah. change that. He more, <laughs> like, you need a Grant. Yeah. You know? You know, O'Connell. I guess yeah. he can make it infamous, but yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, well, we haven't talked about Kirk Cousins, and you're a Kirk, so is Kirk Cousins even playing well? <laughs> Kirk Cousins has had a good season. Okay. He really has. I mean, he's efficient. He takes sacks instead of throwing picks like he used to. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know, he's, he's playing within the system. He knows he has a star receiver, and he and he's working with it. The team seems to love him. He seems to be a good leader. I mean, I, I'm impressed with the season he's put on, yeah. and nobody's really given him a bunch of crap this year. The whole you haven't heard the narrative about he, he can't win a big game. That I seems that's it's more about the Vikings are getting lucky, yeah. which is a new narrative. But that's great. That's <laughs> off great of Kirk Cousins. <laughs> like you know, it's not his fault anymore. Lost in the chaos. Yeah, is the expectations of Kirk Cousins. He had eight comeback wins in the fourth quarter this year. Wow, eight. And they I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, every second and third quarter, Kirk Cousins is gone. Yeah. Where is he in the middle of these games? The first drive, they look elite. Yeah. They look like the best team in the NFL, and then they win it at the end. It's been the whole Viking season. It really has. Now they do it. Their center is hurt, and their backup center is hurt. So that, that could be something to keep an eye on. It's going to be a problem with the Giants line. Yeah. Let's, let's pick this game. The Vikings are favored by three in okay. Minnesota. You taking them? Uh, I'm going with Kirk Cousins. Okay. I think they pull it off at the end again. Maybe not yep. the same way that they did in week 16, but, you know, they'll find a way to... 60-yard field goal. Yeah. <laughs> they'll find some way to pull it off, I think. I got faith that this team keeps winning at home. Mm-hmm. They're, if they're behind, they don't care how far they're yeah. behind. They're going to stay in the game. They're going to find a way to win this one. Yeah. All right. I pick them, too. This was your Super Bowl pick. You picked the Vikings to yeah. win the Super Bowl. I got to stick with it for now. Wouldn't you know? it be hilarious if they won the Super Bowl this year? Because Vikings are famous for their collapses. Oh, yeah. They have the most playoff losses of all time. <laughs> They've made the playoffs but lost the most. But this year, you can see the collapse coming. It's inevitable. It's in all the numbers. What if it just didn't happen this year? I know, right? Like <laughs> It's clearly it's drawn out all the, all the way for you. You can clearly <laughs> see how they're going to lose, and, and they, they don't. I got to say, Dable might pull it off. Yeah. So, I mean, but I, I have to go with the Vikings. I'm gotta, going with I the Vikings go with as well. All right, let's go to Monday Night Football. The Woo! Dallas Cowboys head to Florida. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who really earned that home playoff game. Yes, they did. At an 8-9 and nine record. Tom Brady's <laughs> first losing season. He missed the playoffs in 0-2 with a 9-7 and seven record. So he has never had a losing season. And these two teams haven't met a lot in the playoffs. But they have met. Interesting. 1981 divisional round, the Cowboys blew out the Buccaneers in their fifth year existing. That's the game before the catch. Wow. 1982, they met again. Landry beat the Buccaneers. That was Landry's last win on the way to losing a title game to Washington, an Mm -hmm. NFC championship. And... Landry never made the playoffs or never made the title game again. Yeah. I don't think he ever made the playoffs again the rest of the 80s. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. But so they have met. There's just those are Doug Williams Buccaneers and Danny White Cowboys. It's been a long time. Though. It's been a long, it's been a long time. time. Neither of us were alive. 81, yeah. 82. <laughs> we're talking 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> At that time, that was Tom Landry's 12th NFC championship in 17 seasons. Ooh. The Cowboys are in the championship 12 out of 17. That's 82. That's only eight more years. And then the 90s come yeah. <laughs> where they have four NFC championships in a row with Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith. Yeah. And they haven't been to one since. Ooh. It has been since 95. Are the Cowboys going to get? It's been long. That, 
that's been a long time. I grew up thinking the Cowboys yeah. were the best team in of, in all of football, like the best franchise. Yeah. You know, twenty six I mean, years. Yeah. They have they haven't been in the NFC. You you're still carrying that. Oh yeah, I do. I do too. But the Cowboys uh, suck. They haven't made the NFC Championship even in twenty six years, and they're always hyped. They're always. always hyped to make it, but they haven't made it. Man, that's a that is a shocking statistic yeah. right there. There's a but, baby born January of 1996 is 26 years old today. Yeah, and he's thinking, why are you guys talking about the yeah. Cowboys? <laughs> what the hell's they're up not, with this? They're not any good. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, this is the, one of the greatest franchises in football. <laughs> it's I mean, pretty crazy. It's and, it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's and it's just obviously it's different teams now. Yeah. Obviously, we have different teams now, but the, the the legacy continues. Clearly, when you look at this from a legacy standpoint, Cowboys are way better than the, the Bucks. Yeah, Bucks have been a struggling franchise. They got two Super Bowls that basically came out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> really, <laughs> truly. Yeah, oh two and, and two thousand two and two thousand twenty, no success surrounding it. Yeah, <laughs> like a <laughs> little bit of bloop and then gone. Brady is in this game maybe his final game we don't know people are saying he might come back please i I personally think he won't come back here's my my conspiracy theory on conspiracy theory on this yeah when tom brady retired last year he was livid that the news leaked remember that oh yeah and all these posts every single guy ian rapaport adam Schefter, they have been taking pains to make Tom Brady's stories that maybe he'll play for the Raiders next year. Maybe he'll play for the Patriots to go back to the Patriots. They're doing that to suck up to Tom Brady. I truly think that so that he'll give them what they really want, which is the real Tom Brady retirement announcement. Okay. It's all transactional Kirk. Okay. It's all transactional. Uh, I like that. My conspiracy theory was (laughs) he didn't want to share the podium with Ben Roethlisberger at the hall of fame. Oh, that was, that was my, that that was my conspiracy. He wants to show all to himself. Well, you'd have to share with J.J. Watt this time. J.J.'s cool enough to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. You Defensive know. player. Yeah. yeah, you're right. He's not another quarterback. Yeah, so yeah. it's one of those two things, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, that's why he's in this game. <laughs> Eight and nine team in the playoffs hosting. God. So I think the thing we're all wondering in terms of this is, will Brady just ever turn the switch? Will it, What has happened between him and Mike Evans? Chris Godwin's looking better, but it's not turning into points. Julio Jones is questionable his whole life. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> he's been questionable since he came into the league. <laughs> is there a vintage Brady 300 yards, three touchdown game in the playoffs that's in him? I feel like this game has been inevitable that yes, <laughs> Brady will have a 350 yards, four touchdown game. The defense plays well. Just, for some reason, the Bucks haven't played all dang season, and here they go against the Cowboys, <laughs> who just get the short end of the straw, man. Because yeah. it's not like the Bucks have been—they've been pretty bad. Bad. They haven't been able to run the ball. Brady's had to throw a, a god unnormal amount of times. I mean, it's just yeah. so many attempts this year. Yeah. And you know, it seems like they're just going to have one good game. They're going to send Brady out. Yeah. They say at home. We're going to give you that big win. You can be happy. You know, you played great. Blah, de blah. This seems like the the, the last postseason win of mm-hmm. Tom. I, I cannot see them going to the Super Bowl, I, but it's, it's just so hard to bet against Tom Brady. Yeah. 
It really is. And it's hard to bet for the Cowboys who always blow these games. Exactly. And so does Mike McCarthy. Yeah. They're like just built to like (laughs) screw up a game like this. We called this in week 14 because we knew this matchup was going to happen. This looked like it was going to happen back in like week eight. (laughs) I was like, oh man, the Cowboys are going to get that fifth seed and then the Bucks are going to squeak out the South. And here we are. It actually happened. And Dallas's defense is banged up. You know, they're playing on grass, which Jason Garrett made a huge deal about an NBC. Now, Jason Garrett, I don't think knows anything, <laughs> but he might know this. But he knows He's, something about grass. He knows something about grass. <laughs> no, I think he knows something about the Cowboys. Yeah. There's a lingering connection there. They, he, he, made, he made the comment like four times. Garrett. Jason Garrett, Tony Dungy, you guys on NBC have like 13 seconds to say something in all your little interludes, and you keep saying the same thing. I know. Anyway, that is a whole other story. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other 30-minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's thir- that'll be a 30. Micah Parsons has been hobbled a bit. You know, the Cowboys, they, they, the news is positive, getting some players back, maybe. Vander Esch, maybe. They're one of their corners, but... They've been missing corners. They've just been hurt all over the place. Dak Prescott is a turnover machine all of a sudden. Yeah, he has not looked good. I was prepared to come in here and say that it was all bad luck because Dak Prescott, for a little bit there in like November, early December, was adding up all these turnovers that were that truly were bad luck. Oh, yeah. But then week 18 comes, he throws a pick six, the guy drops it, next play just throws a pick six. It's hard <laughs> to shake that. Yeah. I get narratives and you know all that stuff and everything shouldn't mean so much. It's hard to shake that. It's hard to shake the fact that he doubled down on a pick six. He hasn't looked good, really. I mean, he's come back. He's clearly been better than Cooper Rush, let's be honest. Yeah. Okay, but... He hasn't looked like normal Dak the whole dang season. Mm. And I'm just like, I, I don't know. I mean, Tampa Bay's defense is still good. It's still a team that led them to the Super yeah, Bowl. There's still you know, talent a, there. a couple years ago. I mean, they got good linebackers. They got Vita Vey up the middle. I mean, yeah. Dak Prescott's known as a panicker. Tom Brady capitalizes on things like that. So, I mean, if I'm going quarterback versus quarterback, who's going to win a, a playoff game? I'm certainly not picking Dak Prescott over Tom Brady. I don't care what the record is. It would be really nice to see a big Tony Pollard game or a big C.D. Lamb game, but these guys have all been fading, kind of with Dak. Yeah. They've been fading. And it's just, to me, it's the coach who's got off the hook the whole dang season. Mike McCarthy or, or Kellen Moore? Um, uh, probably both. Okay. I mean, Tony Pollard should be getting the ball way more than Elliott. Yeah. He's clearly the better running back. But McCarthy always throws a stupid playoff, you know, whatever together. They're still getting penalties, which was the problem with them last year. Yep. Right, and nothing's really been fixed there. Yeah, they they penalized their way yeah. out of the 49ers wild card he, game. He's got so lucky with the quarterback controversy early on in the season, not having Dak. Mm. They won some games since Dak's come back. They haven't really been that good. They're barely over 500 with Dak. Man. So, I mean, they, I just don't see this team actually pulling it together because they really haven't pulled it together all season. And They've sure, that game against the Eagles was, was friggin' awesome. They put some points up, but, you know, they yeah. blew one against Jacksonville. I mean, like... This isn't yeah. a this isn't a team that inspires a bunch of hope that they're going to make a playoff run to the Super Bowl. This is amazing. I mean this this is how great Tom Brady is. <laughs> that it that just, his legend has managed to carry through this season because he has been shit yeah. this season. Yeah, and yet we're willing to give him still the benefit after 17 games of Tom Brady Buccaneer football (laughs) this year, which has looked like absolute horse crap. Oh yeah. (laughs) They were eight and nine. They should have been six and 11. If not for two miracle comebacks, 
But I agree with you. I, I'm picking the Bucks to win this game. And let me be clear here. Okay, be clear. okay. Tom Brady's going to win this playoff game in classic Tom Brady fashion. Not because he earned it, because the other team lost it. <laughs> you, you hate Brady. I hate Brady. He always wins and gets all the dang credit. And then it's always the other team that just kind of really implodes themselves. And Dallas is an imploding team. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to say that the, the cowboy you could put almost anybody here and i think the cowboys might lose it i'll be honest if it was the if it was the hawks and the cowboys i think the hawks would win that obviously i picked the hawks over the niners but it might be a little bias so are you picking tampa then i'm picking tampa i've been picking tampa since week seven yeah and we did pick him early all right the the path for the cowboys is pollard it's Pollard. The path is Pollard, McCarthy. Please. The path is Pollard. Listen to us. Listen. To- Don't listen to your gut. Your gut has yeah. failed you for years. When McCarthy, you know, sits down, his work day has begun, pops on the Mocotillo football show <laughs> to hear what he should do. Listen to us this time, Mike. Yeah. We're trying to help you because I really hate Tom Brady. I don't want to see him win. Yeah. Please. Please. Ugh. Give the ball to Pollard a ton. We'll never be rid of Brady. Pollard, Lamb. Don't throw in this third, yeah. fourth receiver. All yeah. of a sudden, he gets 10 targets. Noah Brown, good, get off my screen. Exactly. Get off my screen. Last year, it was Cedric Wilson. Oh Quit God. it. Give it to your best guy. Like <laughs> the Vikings, give it to Jefferson. Yeah. Do that. Shannon Sharp was so mad about how often Noah Brown gets <laughs> targets, and it's so true. It is. No, like... No, you have so many good players. You have Gallup. You, you have T.Y. Hilton. You have C.D. Lamb. You have Tony Pollard. You even had Zeke who can catch the ball. You got Dalton Schultz. But no, it's 12 targets to Noah Brown. Exactly. And I'm starting to think this is why Aaron Rodgers was so damn good. It's because McCarthy always called a play to a fourth or a third receiver. And yep. he, he went through his progressions and hit his number one guy again. Hey. That And that is the thing that makes... Rodgers and Dak isn't like that. No. Dak and Kirk Cousins and these type of quarterbacks, they have to learn the lesson. Throw it to your stars. Forget your progressions. Exactly. I think Kirk Cousins maybe learned that lesson. He's just been peppering Justin Jefferson. He has. He got a ton of targets. 128 catches, I think, yeah. on the year, which is incredible. Oh, man, I love Justin Jefferson. All right. Well, that is the NFC. We got uh, oh boy, <laughs> we got some upsets coming. Apparently, well, let's go Hawks. For y'all. Come on, you're, you're going to watch a oh. Pete Carroll classic on Saturday afternoon. A it's PCC. Gonna it's going to get these playoffs started right. right. All right. My name is Miles. I'm Kirk. That's Obi Wan. And good night. Yep.